judgment about the movie. Uh, a lot of it was pertaining to, I guess, it being centered around a white female superhero. I know that was part of it. A lot of it was due to, I guess, how it will fit into the MCU. I feel like I, I feel like it might be a little unfair to compare it to any of the other uh, MCU origin stories. I'd probably put it on the level of a Captain America, Thor, Ant-Man. I'd probably put it in that category as far as like how good it was. Um, but I kind of went through this whole movie just waiting to get to the end because I was like, all right, how does this link to Endgame? And that's kind of unfair, but that's that's what I would, if I'm being honest, that's what I did. But I still enjoyed the movie. So I went to see it last night. I, I did fall into the trap of thinking that a lot of people weren't gonna go see it versus, you know, from what I saw on Twitter. <laughs> and yeah, I was definitely wrong. The theater was was super packed, like capacity packed. Like the dude was checking the fire exit like every five minutes. Um, so I ended up watching the movie sitting like in the second to front row. Wow. Which, which normally I would just leave if that's the case. But I was like, I'm already here. I'm gonna watch this movie. So I watched it. It was it was a good movie. Like it, it was a solid film. I, I didn't have too many complaints. It was exciting. Uh, the end credit scene, which we may or may not talk about. If we do, we'll, we'll say spoiler alert before we talk about it. Yeah, but. this is let's just make it a spoiler review. Like, I don't know if I can talk about this movie without spoilers. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that point in a, in a few minutes. So we'll let you know when the spoilers coming up. But yeah, I, I, that was probably my favorite end credit of all the MCU. Hmm. Yeah, but again, this ties to your point of me getting excited for Endgame. And now there's new now that I have to rethink my theories for Endgame because again there was no nothing of Captain Marvel in any of the trailers they've shown up to now. So now people like myself are gonna be wondering at what point of the movie does this happen? This happened in the beginning, is this further along in the movie? Like when does this actually take place? And and that that raises many other questions. But the the one thing that I will agree with <clears throat> with the the critics uh as far as the movie. Brie Larson is kind of dry as an actress. Like she, she really had like there is nothing. I don't know if she was supposed to be portrayed to be kind of robotic and kind of bland and kind of dry, but she kind of really had no. Well, for the for the I know for the first half when she was doing the uh, training sequence with like Jude Law or whatever, they they were specifically telling her like, hey, you know, you're not supposed to show emotion. Like emotion will get you, you know, cause you to lose, lose control. So. I kind of get that, but I don't. I don't know if her being, you know, dry is um, on her as an actress or if it's on the writers. Because I don't. My the the complaints that I have about the movie are, I don't think they explored Captain Marvel as the character as much as as much as they've done previously in other movies. Like if you go back to Iron Man how much he changed just in that one movie, pretty drastic. You look at Thor, the first one, he went from like super cocky, super arrogant to down to the bottom because he didn't have his hammer or any kinds of powers and then he became the hero. Captain America, same thing. Ant-Man, same thing. Spider-Man, Black Panther, even Doctor Strange. But if you look at Captain Marvel, when we first meet her, she has those powers and she's pretty much good to go. You know, she never really loses that ability. At the end, she 
gains a little bit more. Like she gains more power, but there's no there's no art for her character. Like she doesn't go from all right now she's super cocky to now she's super down, or she loses something, or she needs to get back. They don't really explore that with this character. So I, I tend to put that on the writers. Like they didn't really set her up for success. Yeah. It it was just like man like even uh black widow's character like uh scarlett johansson like she it's not like they're not asking her to do a lot as black widow but it's still like she's still there's something to it and i know there's more background to her character as far as like they showed her past and stuff like that but it's just for me it was kind of uh and i'm kind of agreeing with people it feels like it was she was a bit miscast um, and I really have no frame of reference. Like I'm Googling right now, previous Bria Larson movies. And there's, I've, I've never seen any of these movies. And that's, if you listen to the podcast, I don't watch too many movies outside of Marvel <laughs> films, but yeah. and as I scroll through, I think she might be an industry plant. Now that I think about it, because in 2003, she's in a uh, Disney movie right on track. So uh, she might've had the inside track possibly being of the, the Disney alumni, you know, so, but because I mean, I'm trying to think who else could play Captain Marvel. Like, what other blonde white woman could play Captain Marvel? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it is, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, as far as the movie, I'm, I'm excited for Endgame even more. That's kind of where I'm at with it too. I wasn't gonna initially bash it just because you know, I don't know. I wasn't gonna bash the movie, so I saw it. I saw it. It's good. I recommend it to my friends. Definitely check it out. But. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have a lot of hate and salt for this movie. And, and some of it, I think, is well-deserved. Well, just to go back to what you were saying before about who could be like a random white woman that could have played this character, maybe done a better job. I was on um, IMDb, the, the website that's for like movies, look for credits or whatever. You, you've seen, uh, damn, what's that show? True Blood? You've seen that show before? Yep, I've seen every the main episode. The main character, the main chick on the, from X-Men. I saw her picture on there, and I was like, "Is that Captain Marvel?" And I was like, "No, nah, that's old girl from X Men." I'm like, "Maybe she could have did that too." I, I, damn, what is her name? Uh, Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. Suki Stackhouse. Yeah, I think she has an Oscar. Not, I think about it. I think she does. If I'm not mistaken. Possibly. Yeah. So that that could have been a that could have been an interesting choice for Captain Marvel, but I don't know. I don't know how old uh, Anna Paquin is. I know Brie Larson is 29, so she's pretty young for an actress. And this is actually, uh, well, she's been in the game for a while, since, uh, according to my uh, internet's 2003 from this Disney movie, right on track, if you want to go back and check that out. But, I mean, she's putting in work. Well, shoot, damn, 2001, goodness gracious. Yeah, some movie called Madison I've never heard of. But, I mean, she's been putting in work since a kid, I guess, and, I mean, this is a good way to get her her start. It's a big movie to step into. But what what are your what were your gripes? I, I have a couple of things I want to talk about. So I, yeah, just like I said before, I don't think they really explored Captain Marvel as a character. She didn't really have an arc. She kind of stayed level. Uh, the her her crew, the Space Force, what they were called, those group. I yeah. felt like they didn't really give them enough screen time. Like they were just kind of there and then they weren't there and then they just showed up at the end like oh we don't like each other i never liked you it's like well why why did you ever like her like y'all were y'all seemed fine see i thought the action was good i thought it wasn't too over the top with the comedy i thought the music choices could have been better 
Well, for a 90s movie, I thought the music could have been better. As someone that grew up in the 90s, I felt like the, the music should have stood out and grabbed me a little bit more. <laughs> it just didn't really do it for me. It wasn't bad, but I felt like they could have maybe had better choices of, of songs. But, I mean, outside of that, I, I just think that uh, they didn't do... And I, I'm not doing this, you know, they didn't do the character justice from the comics. I'm just going off of what I saw on the screen. And I feel like they didn't give the character enough depth. They didn't really explain to... Like, they did the whole flashbacks, and they barely did flashbacks. They just showed, like, a little, like, one second, this is where we're at, whatever, but... I feel like they could have done a little bit more with the character, but they they put this movie in a I don't want to say they put it in a bad spot, but they put it in a spot where this movie had to carry a lot of weight. It had to connect a lot of dots, and you have to connect all the dots to Endgame while introducing a new character. And I looked at all the movies that came out. And this is this is the first time that they've done something like this before when it comes to, all right, we're going to do an origin story, but it's also going to have to connect to a bigger, bigger story. Like for the most part, when they have their origin stories, it's this is what it's going to be. We're going to introduce this character. We're going to build it up, show you where they came from, show you how they got here. And then we'll put little things in there. But for the most part, this entire movie was about connecting the dots to you know, Nick Fury and, and Infinity War. <clears throat> so as far as the, I guess, not developing the character too much, one of the things that I saw in one video I watched a while ago, and I had to double check to make sure. Um, I mean, like initially choosing uh, Iron Man to be kind of the flagship character of uh, the MCU was a gamble because by uh, Marvel standards, he was not at the time one of the more popular characters. But they, they've taken him to the point where he is the face of Marvel, whether you're a diehard comic book fan or not. But the thing with Captain Marvel is she she wasn't even a, a well-liked character in Marvel. Nobody liked her. She was initially created, uh, I believe, in the 70s just to introduce a strong woman character, which is going to tie to a point later on. But also just uh, another woman character to attract more male viewers. You know what I'm saying? She's essentially eye candy for horny white boys, so... Uh, and that's part of it. So initially, like her backstory, the original story uh, is uh, it's a character uh, called uh, Marvell, who's a dude, and she's like a, a you know she's an Air Force pilot. Then she's like a CIA spy. And then she works for NASA. Uh, an explosion happens. Uh, the Marvell dude, who's a he's a Cree, kind of shields her from the blast. And it's kind of like in the movie where the she shoots the engine, and explodes, and gives her power. That's kind of how that character got her power, but she was uh, Miss Marvel. And this incarnation is Carol Danvers, which is Captain Marvel. I mean, they're trying to push her a little bit. She's kind of a key character in a couple of the stories, uh, one of the old Civil War comic book stories she's a, a key player in. But, I mean, there's really nothing to go back on because, like, nobody nobody cares about her. Like, essentially, from, from what I've been reading and now that I'm starting to give my own opinion, like, Marvel kind of did force this character on us. Like, nobody was asking for a Captain Marvel movie. Like nobody was asking for Captain Marvel at all, but could they, have, but could they have gone through this phase without introducing Captain Marvel? Or if you like, I I don't know when they decided to actually make this. Like, did they already have this in mind at the end of 
Infinity War, like, all right, we're going to introduce Captain Marvel. It's, I don't know if it's possible to enter. Like, you had to introduce somebody else. Maybe, maybe there was another character that could have gone with. But I mean, yeah. But uh, there, there's a couple of things. So again, they placed this in front of what is probably going to be the biggest Marvel movie at the time right now, Endgame. So again, you're kind of pigeonholed into seeing this movie if you're a casual fan. And you want to continue like, hey, what's going to happen? Like, I mean, or you could just Google the end credit, which is pretty much all you kind of need to know. But uh, yeah, they kind of pushed her in the middle of this. Uh, another thing is with that, where, where people are mad as far as like you people have an issue with the origin story. So they didn't they use some of the source information, like with the cat. Well, they changed the name. The, the original name was like Chewy in the comics for the, the, the cat that's a Flarkin or Larkin, whatever it's called, or Flarkin. Uh, <clears throat> but if you go to the original character, like I said, Marvel, he was a dude, right? So in this movie, they went out of their way to make him a woman, which I just watched a YouTube video of this guy named uh, Eric D. July. Shout out to him. It's a great video. He had a lot of good points. Like, Marvel went out of their way, and like you said, Brie Larson said this is a feminist movie. They went out of this out of their way to make this a like women's empowerment film. Which there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with women empowerment, but there's people that are like, hey, you know, why are you kind of pushing this on us? I get it. Like the movie strategically dropped during Women's History Month, just like Black Panther strategically dropped during Black History Month. It's, it's it the is. same. It is a business stuff. <clears throat> it is their job to make money. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, and that's and that's the thing, like, again, the smaller percent of the people that watch these movies actually know the history of the comics are mad. But that's that's like you said, that's going to be like that with every movie. But. They're always mad. Yeah. Like, about but, every, like were, were they mad when Nick Fury was black? Like, because Nick Fury's white and, in the comics, right? And that, yeah, well, one version of Nick Fury is black. I mean, the, 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 the original, original one, version. yeah. So that's why I'd have to go back and check that guy's YouTube video, see if he was equally as mad about and that. I if not, you, he wasn't. If not, you got you got to keep that same energy because if you're not mad about that, then you got to let this kind of slide. But because yeah. like but, if they came out here and made Captain America black, people would have problems. So it's like, well, but Nick Fury being black. But see, they can do that down the line because there is a uh, what's his name that black character nobody likes, Falcon. He at some point becomes Captain America, so that, that is a possibility. That's not Steve Rogers, so I'm talking about making Steve Rogers black. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like they just can they they legit just turned Nick Fury, who was originally a white man, and just made him black. And like you no, said, no, no, he but, he, but he but there's a black Nick Fury though. But the that's original, the like, and that's the thing, like they're taking creative liberties. Like, and that's what they did with Nick Fury. Well, but the thing, with Marvel. But with Marvel, the thing is, there was never a woman, like the original person was a white male. There wasn't like, hey, in this variation, the story origin story was a woman. I was always a dude. Yeah, you know I, so we, we we talked about it before. Like these comic book movies, these comic book movies are not going to stick hundred percent to the comics. They're going to take some creative liberties. Like you can look at every comic book movie that's ever been made. Like what percentage of these movies stick to the to the comics? And it's not a lot. And even the ones that try to follow the comics. They stick with it maybe for like 50, 60 percent. It's it is what it is. And I think it 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 worked a little bit better. Cause I me, I didn't know that Marvel was originally a man. Like I didn't I went to the movie not knowing that. So if I look back and I'm like, all right, well, let's if they change that character into a man, does it change the movie? Does it make it different? And I don't 
I don't think it makes it worse. I, I do think it makes it better just because of what they're trying to do as far as, you know, putting more women in, you know, power in their movies. Cause it's like when she goes to the, to the, the council, whatever, it's like, you know, you see the person that you admire the most. And one of the smartest people that she knew when she was on earth was that woman, Marvel. And so it's like, all right, well, they have women in higher places. So that's someone that she could look up to instead of, oh, she's her role model is just some man again. You know, it's, it's it's something different. But I think just how mad people are getting is a bit unreasonable. Right. Yeah, At the end also, of the day, it's a comic book movie. There was a cat that was doing all kinds of crazy things. Like, let's, let's relax a little bit. It's, it's not like they made Malcolm X a white woman. Like, let's slow down. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah, there was a... I guess I read that there was allegedly 50,000 negative Rotten Tomato reviews mm-hmm. that were deleted. I'm like, uh... I don't think that that many people cared that much to have that much hate outside of just being sexist, but that that's interesting if they are uh, kind of censoring uh, people's opinion, right or wrong. I mean, they did the same thing with Black Panther. They attempt to do the same thing with uh, Star Wars, but you just got to let that ride out. Uh, I'm curious how much money this movie made, though, because I'm, I'm going to assume it didn't do the type of numbers that Black Panther did during Black History Month. So, uh, ooh, no, sure. no movie's done that. <laughs> So I'm on I'm on Wikipedia right now. They said the budget was 152 million. Jesus Christ! Uh, I think right now box office is at 78 million. So, but it's only been out for a day. So they got they got time. But I I just think that's uh that's a big budget for that movie. I didn't think they would have that big of a budget for a character no one's really heard of before. That's that's a huge budget. Well, I guess probably a lot of that was for the CGI to make those guys look younger. And a lot of the, you know, shape shifting aspects. So I can see how that would eat up a lot of the budget. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure it'll recoup. I mean, these these movies are essentially print money. So yeah, yeah that, it might, that not, be it might not do good like on the weekend, like. But I think over time it'll start catching some steam, and people will start going to go see it. Yeah. So I know I learned uh, just a fun, fun trivia fact. Uh, so Captain Marvel. It was also a uh, character in the DC comic realm, right? They kind of, yeah. So long story short, uh, Marvel sued or bought the rights back for the name of Captain Marvel. And the character known today as Shazam used to be their Captain Marvel. So there's your uh, there's your trivia fact for the day from the committee podcast. But uh, yeah. I, I just think that, um, like I said before, they, they put this movie in a, a bad spot as far as when it was released. Because if you if you go back and look at when the all these other origin stories happened compared to when this one happened, they have their own room to breathe. Like phase one, you have Iron Man. It's its own separate movie. They explore the character, give you everything you need, end credit scene, whatever. But you, you still get Tony Stark. You get Thor by itself his own movie, explore the character, build him up. Captain America, same thing. You built up all these characters and then the next movie they came out with was Avengers. And that's where they all come together. But you've already been introduced to them. In what, phase two, they introduced Guardians of the Galaxy. At that point, 
they didn't really have any connection to any of these other heroes. They didn't have a connection to Iron Man. They didn't have a connection to Thor. They didn't have a connection to Captain America. So you got to just build up those characters, let them be, and then Avengers 2 comes out. And then after that, Ant-Man, he gets his own his own movie. There's no connection to anything. It's just his own movie. Next one, Doctor Strange. It's between Civil War and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Again, no characters or that he's not connected to any of those other characters. He's not connected to this bigger picture until like, you know, the end credit scenes. Even uh, Spider-Man, he's just between Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Thor, but he was already introduced to you in Civil War. So we had an idea of what we were getting with him. Same thing with Black Panther. He came right before Infinity War, but we were introduced to him in Civil War. So we kind of had an idea of what he was Black Panther is a strictly a Black Panther movie. There's no real connection to that to the rest of the MCU outside of the beginning when they talk about his dad dying. Captain Marvel, we're coming off of Infinity War, Ant-Man 2, you know, do with that which you will. And it's sandwiched between Endgame. So while trying to establish Captain Marvel, a character we have not seen, a character who has not been mentioned, a character the casual fan knows nothing about. They need to do all of that in about an hour and a half to two hours and try to connect all those dots. This movie didn't get there. This character didn't get a chance to breathe and to be developed like all the other MCU characters did. And I think that this might be probably the first mis misstep by Marvel since Thor 2. Uh, Iron, Man, Iron Man 3. Iron, Iron, Iron Man three, Iron Man three at the time didn't work, but in the grand scheme of things, that movie needed to happen because it develops Tony Stark as a character. That was more of a Tony Stark development movie. But if the move, the movie itself by itself isn't great, but in the grand scheme of the, because I, I was talking about this on Twitter like a week ago, like the entire MCU is essentially about Tony Stark. Every movie in some way connects back to him, so it's. It's just character building more so for him. All right. So where would you in, in your top five solo Ugh, MCU that. movies? Where would you put it at? So I'll I'll read through them real quick. You got Iron Man. I'm not I guess the Incredible Hulk, you want to count that. Thor, uh Captain America, uh Ant-Man. It's actually not a long list. Doctor Strange. Can Black we count Spider-Man? Can we count Spider-Man homecoming in that? Probably not. That's Black a solo Panther. Movie? Yeah. Yeah, why why not? Why can't we count that one? Okay, so where where would you rank it? I'm not sure, Captain. If we're talking about just solo movies, my top five in no order just off the top of my head, like Black Panther, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, I mean like, oh, I guess it's a non-Avengers movie. Huh. I don't know if you can count Guardians of the Galaxy. That's kind of a that's like a team up movie. That's like that'd be like saying Civil War, I think, kinda. I mean like solo one character, we're focused on one person. Yeah, uh I'd probably still go Black Panther, Spider-Man, Iron Man, um Thor, and Doctor Strange. I I I don't think I think this movie is just outside of the end 
Like I, I, I want to watch it again and just watch it for what it was as a movie and not as a bridge to Endgame. But like I said, like as a movie, as a character, as a story, I think it it's up there with the first Captain America and the first Thor and um, probably below Ant-Man. I thought Ant-Man, the first one was really good, but it's just, it's just, it's one of their good movies. Like there, there's, there's tears to these things. We all know what the great MCU movies are. Like everybody knows that like Civil War, one of the best ones, Black Panther, one of the best ones, Iron Man 1, one of the best ones, Winter Soldier, one of the best ones, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, one of the best ones. Like that's, that's the top level tier. Captain Marvel's not up there, but it's not down there with like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It ain't that. I'd have to go uh, <clears throat> Black Panther, Iron Man. Uh, I'll say Black Panther, Iron Man. Oh, man, this is kind of tough. Cause I, I like, I'll go first, Captain America. Cause I don't, I need to rewatch it. But I don't remember it being as bad as people said it was. I really like that movie for for some strange reason. Captain America uh, one. Yeah, the first one. It's not Captain America. Captain America one is not bad. It's a little slow, but it's not a bad movie. It's a it's an origin story. Like they took their time to explore him as a character. There's a lot to un un unravel. Okay, then I'll go Ant Man for four, and I'll put that as. Five for now. I, I'm not a huge fan of Doctor Strange. Like I really didn't care for that movie at all. I'm not gonna. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, and if you go to IMDb, they have a they whoever rated this. They have some very tough ratings. Like they got Iron Man one is seven point nine. They got the first Avengers eight point one. They got Winter Soldier is seven point eight. Guardians of the Galaxy eight point one. I get that. Age of Ultron should have been lower than seven point four. It's movie was terrible. Civil War should have been higher than. Yeah, it was. Uh, outside of the vision, that movie was not good. Civil War should be higher than 7.8. Like, come on, man. That's disrespectful. So, mm -hmm. they currently got Captain Marvel rated as 6.7, which is on here, I think the lowest as of right now, with the highest being the first Avengers. They got the, they got Black Panther rated as a 7.3. <laughs> Yeah, come on, man. Like it's, it's hard to trust some of these ranking sites. So, but uh, I know a couple of things I was thinking about watching the movie was like, now that we know that she's gonna be in Endgame, like seemingly early and often, is I, I'm I'm thinking who is the first Avenger to try her? This this gonna figure out what those hands are about off the rip. Like, <laughs> like yo, uh, you don't want these problems, cause yeah. Um, actually, I was. I was thinking of because I, I think we've talked about it before about like why hasn't she been called previously? Like why why is this the first time they're calling her? And, and, I, and that's it, part of the, the plot holes. People are like, yeah, so like what what has she been doing? Like well, not no, no, I, I you know what and I thought about that on the way out of the movie. I was like, she's got all this, she's got this power, she can do all this stuff. Why is it that Nick Fury has not called her until now? And I started, and I wrote down all the Marvel MCU movies that Nick Fury is in, and I was like, when would he have called her? In Iron Man One, he didn't need to call her. Iron Man Two, no. Thor, no. Captain America, no. Avengers, 
he was in that movie, but you got to think he's got Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. He's probably thinking they're going up against Loki. This isn't an emergency. Like he probably is like, oh, I don't need her. I got fucking five Avengers over here. So Iron Man 3, Thor 2, Captain America 2, Guardians of the Galaxy is not even in that. Avengers 2, same situation. They got all the same Avengers, and now they have, at, at some point, they got Vision along with them. Uh, Ant-Man, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Thor 3, Black Panther, Infinity War. Like, once once just people just start disappearing, then that's a pretty good, like, all right, I don't know what's going on. This is affecting a lot of people. When when would he have called her? Okay, I, I guess that's fair. But back to the first question: Who, Who's going to give her the smoke first? Who's going to get the smoke from Captain Marvel first? Oh man, it has to be Thor. Because I don't think Captain America's—he's not really that type. Tony Stark's in space. Rocket really ain't about that life without Groot, so it's got to be Thor. I think Thor's going to try her. I I feel like Captain or Captain Marvel has the ability. Well, she doesn't have the hair anymore, so. I don't know. I feel like Thor is going to try her and she's going to be like, nah, bro. You can, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take you out of the eye. You'll get beat up by a girl again like your sister, I'll get like your sister did. Damn. I, I was thinking maybe it might get a little testy between her and Black Widow just because the whole female thing, women are catty. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't think she'll lay hands on her because she's like, you know what? Nah. So it probably would be Thor because Thor would look like the most the person most to be able to handle a beating from her. So um he, he seems like he's already on edge as is. Like he's not trying to hear about someone else from somewhere else that's like trying to come in and, and take charge and try to you know tell them what to do. Like nah but I got this. Like he's gonna have that, you know, probably flashback to his old arrogant ways and maybe get humbled a tad bit. Very quickly. So another thing that I noticed watching the movie and I feel this is one of those situations where they didn't have a black person in the room or somebody black on staff, but like the fuck was going on with Rambo's hair in the movie? Like that had yeah, to be like the worst that was, that was bad. hair piece style. I, I was very disgusted leaving black history month that we had to come into this movie looking crazy on screen <laughs> after all the beautiful hair and costume designs of black Panther. You didn't get, you didn't employ any of those people to hook her up. Like do something yeah. different. Like, we can't have no give her a hat or something like that. Like that, damn, they got to do a better job than that. That just yeah, was, that, that was, was that was tragic. That was that was very tragic. So along even, with even her character, they didn't really give give her enough screen time either. They didn't get a chance to really explore that character like they this? did with like Bucky or Happy or Loki. Like all these other movies, these other characters get a chance to breathe, and she didn't really get that. So uh, and this is where my my super in-depth uh, knowledge of comic books comes to hurt me but uh this is another part where they don't stick true to the uh the comics so her daughter is actually in the comics like a like a superhero right and this is what that one guy eric d julie july he was mad about um so they're guessing that she will probably show up in the movie now in the end game movie being older she might play a role or something like that but like i guess her friend, like the mom Rambo is not really as important, I guess, to the kid, if that makes sense. I guess that was like more of an Easter egg for the comic readers. And he was still thoroughly pissed about that. But another thing I caught caught on to, along with Bria Larson's 
pretty dry acting was like she she has like the flattest lips I've ever seen. I'm I'm very like her face is just it's weird. Like she's an attractive woman, but like her lips are just like super flat. Like it just goes along with her kind of flat acting abilities to an extent. Like I might even now go back and watch one of her older movies just to see, like to have a point of reference, but that just bothered me. I'm like, why is your face so flat? Like, I don't I don't know. That that stuck out to me. I was very, very upset about that. But uh um another thing. So the scrolls was up in that ship for at least six years. What was they eating? They, they ate themselves. <laughs> do they do they do they sleep? Do they eat? I don't know. I was very confused. Like there's a, apparently a, a scroll child. Like they have to grow. Like you have to have some sustenance to grow. I don't know. I, I was like, eh, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. It's kind of like in uh if you watch uh Infinity War. Every time they was giving people food, like on the plane or in the ship, they just give these little ass bowls and spoons. Like Thor is a full grown man. What's he gonna do with his little ass cup? Same with Thanos. He had his little ass bowl. I'm like, bro, what is this? Like, get out of here. So that's just little nonsensical stuff that I noticed. But somebody did make a good point online. Like, amongst all that chaos and fucking anarchy, how are they able to find this pager in what I'm guessing is New York City? amongst all this stuff because the person he was with turned to dust too unless you have like a low jack on uh yeah that was a furious car or something like that like i think i think they'll probably explain that because they probably all, don't all, all all like captain america black widow hulk and all them were in wakanda when the snap happened nick fury was in new york so that's what i'm saying like, so that page was just laying there for a while and they just were able to find it, like just ran like they're in the New York to pick it up, try to sell yeah, it to nobody. Like, come a, on. There's a couple things that kind of they they did that were uh not in line with the story that the MCU had already has, like with the uh the Tesseract. That's kind of out of place. Because the first time we see the Tesseract was in Captain America One. Mm-hmm. When, that's when, another point somebody brought up yeah when the nazis had it and then during that time they found the tesseract with captain america right mm-hmm. i'm sure that's when that happened so when they found him that's when they got the tesseract they're making it seem like uh you know the cat had it the entire time it's like or, or that the tesseract was in space this entire time and it's like there's a, there's a couple little you know continuity issues with it. The doesn't matter because when Endgame comes out, nobody's gonna care. No one's, yeah, no one's gonna go back and be like, oh, well, this doesn't. Well, except the comic book nerds, they'll be like, oh, you didn't. This is not how it happened. But I mean, that's it's, that, that's that's a little minor things that if you if you're a casual comic book movie watcher like I am, that stuff. I mean, it didn't bother me, but it, it is something that I noticed. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, well, that movie sucks now. So, I mean, it's one little detail, like it's not that big of a deal. Like Captain America one was like a decade ago. So Yeah, and then I was questioning how old Nick Fury was because like, okay, he said he was he was a captain. Yeah, this thing is and then like he went to go work for the for the FBI or see he worked for somebody, then he's part of SHIELD, and then these events are happening like 10 years from then, I guess. Yeah, and he also called Shield Shield at the beginning, but in Iron Man One, when Paulson was 
you know, first introducing himself, he kept calling it whatever those were, whatever those letters mean. And he was like, yeah, we're still trying to work on a name. But apparently Nick Fury was calling it S.H.I.E.L.D. back in 1998. So it's like continuity issues, but that's not a, it's not a big deal. You know? It's just little things that they just, they missed, I guess. But does that take away from the movie? Not for me. Yeah, I, and before we wrap it up, I, another thing I thought about is now that now that we know that Captain Marvel is she has appeared. What what is stopping her from just running up on on Thanos? Like I need to like I need to figure out what's going to happen where she's just not going to run up on him because she just showed up there out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure she can get to wherever Thanos is at just as quick, unless he's just off the grid and nobody can find him. Yeah, he's I, in I, hiding. I guess it's all about trying to find him. That's I think the they're gonna they're gonna have to rely on Nebula to be able to find Thanos because she seems to be the only one that can just find him wherever he's at because she knows him the best out of the remaining characters and I don't I don't know I don't know how they how they find him and I, I've heard a couple of theories about what what they're going to do as far as like with Thanos and all that, like from what I'm, from what people are speculating, they're talking about like Thanos isn't going to be a big part of Endgame. It's gonna I, don't, be, I don't think so either. Yeah. It's going to be mostly about them either gathering as many Avengers as they can and going after him or going back in time and trying to fix things that way. So I don't know. I do. Do you want to talk about the, the, the last, the end credit scene? The only one that mattered. Yeah, so the, we, well, the, the last one didn't really, didn't really mean nothing. Uh, let me think. There was one more thing about. Okay, so now, so now, does she save Iron Man? Does she go into space and find him? I, I think that uh, I think that the uh, the scroll are gonna save him. There we go. That's my that's my hot take bold prediction. Because they're off somewhere off off somewhere in space. She's probably just like hit him up, like, yo, look for this abandoned spaceship, pick him up, drop him off, something like that. Since we now know that Captain Marvel is is here now. So, but yeah, so the end credit. So I was actually pretty surprised that they uh went went to endgame. I thought it was gonna be kind of a standalone uh, Captain Marvel end credit, maybe her just kicking it somewhere and the, the pager goes off, and then you know, she picks it up and maybe lights up and disappears, but they they went straight to Endgame like, hey, we got Iron or not Iron Man, we got a Captain America, we got a Black, Black Widow, the Hulk, and oh, War Machine, and they're apparently they found this pager again. How we don't know how they found it, but they they recovered the the pager in a city of a zillion people, half of them turned to dust. Uh, they recovered it in good condition, and they were trying to keep it charged so they keep pushing out the signal to find whoever was at the end of it. And, you know, the pager stops. It dies. And they're like, yo, I thought we bypassed the battery. And uh, Black Widow's like, yo, we need to figure out how to get this back up because I need we need to find out who's at the end of this at the end of the signal. And like soon as she says that, Captain Marvel shows up behind her and she's like, where's Fury? And the movie cuts off. That was that was probably the most hype I've ever been for the arrival of a white woman since 2000, <laughs> 2005 ish. I was like, yo, it's it's about to get lit. Like she wants all the smoke. Like at that point, like all the bad stuff in the movie didn't matter because it's like, yo, it's 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 about to go down as soon as this next movie comes out. It's go time. So, yeah. Yes. That's what I, that's what I was getting to. And they 
and she looks a little bit more battle tested. If yeah. that makes any sense, like she doesn't look like you know, you know, lighthearted, like just ready to just go out and just do her best. Like she looks like she's out here, like yo, like if, so, if something happened to Fury, it's gonna be a big problem because that's my guy, known for a long time. So whoever is responsible for this, go get that business, and it's not a game. So I'm uh, definitely excited for that. I. Uh, Infinity War comes out, or not Infinity War, Endgame comes out next month? I, I thought it was next month. I might be wrong. I'm about to Google it right now. I'm, uh, pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it comes out April 27th. April 26th, so yes. April 26th, so we got about almost, we got less than two months. I fully buy your tickets early. Buy your tickets early. Buy your tickets early. As soon as you can buy your tickets, do that. That's what I did with Captain Marvel when I got perfect seats. Uh, I fully expect them to release one more trailer before Endgame showing Captain Marvel in it. Well, yeah, obviously. um, Now that they have to do that now. And that's that's another reason why I didn't feel like they needed to put all those other trailers out there before. Like, I get putting out a Super Bowl trailer, but the other tra- like there should have only been one trailer out there, and then you have that trailer. That's all you need, and then when uh, after Captain Marvel comes out, now you put out another trailer with her in it, and then maybe put out another one like right before. I, mean, I just like I said. I mean, this is my own personal gripe, I guess, because you know I think Marvel is. They're doing the best. They're doing the best out here promoting movies and making the most money. So I thought it'd be nice for them to try something different as far as promoting the movies. And I just thought they were doing a little bit too much with the um, the uh, promos and the the commercials. Like, just give don't we, we don't need we don't need much. Like I felt like that end credit scene that could have been a trailer by itself. Obviously, you couldn't do that before Captain Marvel, but. If you'd have put something around that, that'd have been good enough for a trailer. Yeah, so I'm looking at the new numbers. Uh, they're saying the movie should have should open this weekend to about 150 million. So they're gonna recoup their money, most likely light, in the first weekend. Light work, light work light, for light average work. movie. <laughs> the average movie makes 100 million on the weekend because that's what Marvel does. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure at some point, if I actually regardless of numbers, at some point I think they will probably show that as a as promo for the movie that end credit scene somehow some variation of it to mm-hmm. get people who were like oh shit i'm not gonna see this movie well, well shoot now i want to see what happens or where this is at or whatever so unless they google it and just read it so yeah. but uh i also yeah. think they should have saved the uh because they, they showed the spider-man trailer at the, at the movie theater i went they showed spider-man and the yeah. promos in the trailer for me if i'm marvel that's the only place you see that trailer you don't get to watch on TV. You have to come see Captain Marvel if you want to come see the Spider-Man trailer, at least the first weekend. On Monday, I'll put it out on TV, but that for that initial weekend, that would have been the only place you got that Spider-Man uh, trailer. Because like the part where, um, what's his face, Jake Gyllenhaal pops up as Rey Mysterio, that's a big moment. And that would have Not been Not Rey Mysterio, just, just Mysterio. What is <laughs> Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Ray Mysterio Jr. With his, I mean, like, but they've already shown like, commerc- 
They've, they've already shown that commercial. So I, I, I still don't even get why they're showing that now. That movie don't come out till next That's summer. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even have put it out. Like, if I so have that, to, if they're saying, like, you've got to put out something for Spider-Man this year, I'm either putting it in the promo of Captain Captain Marvel or it's getting put in the promo of Endgame. Like, I'm not putting that shit on TV just randomly. It don't I'm matter. Gonna, People it, are going to go see it anyways. Like, so what are they doing? Give me like, the money. Give me the money. Disney, cut me a check. I just save you, buddy. Stop, stop showing shit. We're gonna go yeah. see the movie. So exactly, but yeah, but yeah. Let us know what you think about the movie. Uh, you can add me at SB Report seven oh six, and you can add Marcus at Marcus underscore Sniffles. When you go see the movie, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, definitely want to chop it up. Check out the committee podcast every Mondays, and uh, that's that's all I got. Yeah, it's a good movie. Don't go in there with your comic book expectations. Leave those at home. Fair enough. So, <laughs> this committee podcast, we out. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the kidswearcrowns.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidswearcrowns.com. We've got a plethora of content for you, articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents the Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bring In Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics As Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidswearcrowns.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog. Thank you.